You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Okay. Alright. Hello. Please pardon the technical difficulties. I had a bit of a technical thing. I, I, I put the microphone in and no sound was coming out. But I fixed it. Because things are recording now. So this is what's happening. Um, as the narrator of the podcast told you, this is the McTiger Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTiger. This is episode 23. I think I always lose track. Pretty sure it's 23. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I think last week was 22. So this is 23. Right. So welcome. Um, the... McTaggart Attack Podcast is put out to the masses by the lovely people who run the Mixco Media Network, G.W. Foley and Max, I can't remember, Emmons is his last name, are the two lovely hosts of, or the, not hosts, creators, owners, CEOs of the Mixco Media Network, and they put out this podcast whenever I put it out, like I will record it tonight and uh, send it to them. And they'll put it out on Saturday. Yeah, because that's how it works. Lovely guys who do a lovely job. Lovely, lovely, lovely. It's just words, people. Get over yourselves. I love inside jokes on podcasts that nobody listens to. Or people listen to it. I've had I've I've been told sixty people listen to this podcast. Or have listened to pod episodes of my podcast. So that's feel pretty that feels pretty good. But what I don't understand is I have hundred and thirteen likes on my Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. And only sixty people listen a week. What the hell is up with that, people? It's messed up. It's messed up. Well, there's one thing I was going to talk about tonight, um, mostly, my my majority topic, but uh, for the most part, um, one thing I wanted to get off my chest before I got into that other stuff was I had a show this past Saturday at the Marquee Theatre in Middlebury, Vermont, and my, f- my very good friend Reggie Britton had me host the show. I'd never hosted a show before. I'd hosted plenty of open mics before, but never, never a show and um it was going fine the set was going fine i had like 15 minutes to to start off and going well and doing fine and i do the i do the trump stuff do the trump stuff towards the end and i'm, I'm i talk about i mentioned two things about trump and then i'm about to go into my last thing my closer thing about trump and and i hear from the back this woman says do we really have can you cut it out with the political stuff and I just sort of stood there in, in silence for a minute, and I'm just like, "Really? Yeah." Like, oh my god! No, I said no. <laughs> Fuck no, we can't not do the political stuff. Oh my god! So I finished that joke, and then I told the lady to go fuck herself. And then the crowd cheered. And then I gladly welcomed the the next comic to to the stage. It's a real. It was a weird experience. Awful. <laughs> My first time hosting a show was was rather strange, but I'm I'm I've been thinking about why this woman said that. I'm I'm not sure. I 
I know that Middlebury is mostly liberal by talking to some of the people in the crowd that night. But so I'm thinking maybe she was a conservative, maybe she was a Trump supporter. But I'm, I'm also like if she, she was if she's a Trump supporter, she has to understand that other people are going to hate her president. Like I liked Barack Obama, and like, and I've liked other presidents, and you know I always get sensitive when I hear other people talk about presidents that I like. But I'm not going to stop people from telling jokes about them. It's not how it works. But I'm also thinking maybe she's a just liberal person, democratic person who, who's just too sensitive for for hearing the political political stuff. Who's tired of hearing the political stuff? Who, I don't understand why she blurted out. It's bothering me. Maybe she's just too. Um, she's either a conservative or a Democrat, a liberal or a conservative, a Republican or a Democrat. She's one of those two things. And I don't know. Maybe I'll see her again at another show. I'm doing the Comedy Thunderdome at the Marquee Theater on April 8th. So come on out to that and watch me lose another comedy competition. Can't wait! Yeah! Alright. Um, let's see. I think that's all I wanted to talk to besides the main topic that I wanted to discuss tonight because this weekend, this Sunday... WrestleMania 33 WWE WrestleMania 33 from Orlando, Florida and it's great so I thought since the podcast is coming out the weekend of WrestleMania I would talk to everyone about why I love and hate professional wrestling (laughs) I've been a professional wrestling fan all of my life pretty much since I was a little kid I think, like, the first wrestlers I remember seeing, or first show I remember watching on TV, was a world-class championship wrestling in te- from, from Dallas, Texas, the Sportatorium. It was, I remember seeing, like, the Von Erics, and I remember seeing that there's one of the Von Erics, his name was Kevin, which I thought was cool. Wow, that's great. As a scrawny kid with a spinal fusion and scoliosis, you know, I've seen these this guy named Kevin be a wrestler. That was pretty damn cool. But he didn't wear any boots. Which I also thought was cool at the time. It was still kinda weird too, but But yeah, so that was that was interesting. That was that was my first influence on wrestling and then like watched again a few years later, like when, uh, like eighty four, eighty five when Hulkamania was born. You know, so Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler for a while, and I remember watching WrestleMania three with my dad, watching the main event. I, I watched Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage. I watched Roddy Piper versus Adrian Adonis, and I, I also remember vividly the um, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, which was an epic match. But yeah, of course, I was a Hulkamaniac. Through and through. So then, let's see. Right, right. Then, and I was. I've, I'm a big professional wrestling fan. I've been a fan ever since. I've been a fan all my life. It's been great. Hogan was my favorite wrestler for a while. Then he, I, Hulkamania died for me. Earlier than it died for most people. 
okay? I know that people were shocked and saddened by when he joined the and formed the NWO in 96, but for me, it was 1992. Yeah, 1992 was when Hulkamania died for me. The Royal Rumble, 1992. I remember that then leading up to that Royal Rumble, the WWE title was up for grabs. The winner of that Royal Rumble would become the WWF at the time champion. And then what happened was uh, Ric Flair was in the WWF at the time. I'm going to call it the WWF because that's what it was back then. So fucking deal with it. And what happened... Um, the last few people in the ring was uh, Hogan, Ric Flair, and, and Sid Justice. He'd been called Sid Vicious in other places, but Sid Justice. I, mean, I felt like Sid Justice was being built up to be the next Hulk Hogan. And I was ready to become a Sid Justice fan. Because I thought, Hogan, it was time for him to move on. Time for him to retire. Time for him to move on to other things. You know? And then Sid Justice gets eliminated well, actually, you know what happened was Sid Justice eliminated Hulk Hogan. And then Hogan eliminated Justice, which caused Ric Flair to win. By the way, that Royal Rumble, that performance, his performance in the Royal Rumble, he wrestled over an hour. Awesome. I, I that, that was the first night I felt myself sort of rooting for Ric Flair. Which was cool. Which was weird since he was a bad guy, but still I respected his physical ability to to withstand an hour match like that. That was great. But yeah. Um Yeah. So but yeah, yeah, but like Hogan caused Sid Justice to lose. And like the crowd booed. They booed Hogan. There was a Hogan sucks chant. Then I watched the replay of it. They had the replay of that moment on prime time wrestling the next day and it wasn't they, they they took it out they took out the Hogan sucks chant cause that, that that wasn't what they wanted to hear what the fuck that's, that's when I first started getting dismayed with professional wrestling and I was only like 15, 16 at the time so yeah Hulkamania died for me that day and the Undertaker was starting to come around then too, so I was becoming more of an Undertaker fan. And the Ultimate Warrior was around, but he would show up and then he would disappear and then he would show up and now he's dead, so let's just move on to something else. Let's see, um, so yeah. But yeah, I've, I've been a professional wrestling fan all my life, ever since then. Like, there were some dark periods, like, there was the steroid trial that was going on, so the WWE product kind of sucked, and then WCW became stronger. That's right, I remember WCW. First time I saw WCW was the first Clash of Champions, the Sting versus Ric Flair 45-minute draw. Sting was a favorite wrestler of mine, so was Lex Luger. You know, I think I actually, there was a time when I liked a lot. I liked WCW more than I liked WWE at some point, you know? So that, um... Yeah. So yeah, I liked Sting and Luger. I liked w WCW wrestlers more than I liked the WWF, WWE wrestlers. You know, until 
like friends of WWE did Monday Night Raw and WCW started Nitro. That's when I started to like clearly sway more towards the WWF. I'll call it the WWE now because that's what it's called now. Fuck it. I don't know. But like, yeah, because Eric Bischoff was so damn annoying. Revealing results of the spoilers and all this stuff and signing all these wrestlers from the WWE. And, um, so yeah, I'm not going to chronicle the entire history of wrestling in this podcast. That's not what it's meant for. I just, so yeah, I've, I've, my point is I've left wrestling for a while. I almost lost faith, but then the attitude ever brought me back. Stone Cold Steve Austin is probably my favorite wrestler from back then. Mick Foley was too, like either Mankind or Cactus Jack or. Let's not talk about Dude Love. We don't need to talk about Dude Love. But I like Mankind and Cactus Jack. But he was he's such a great performer. Mick Foley. Mick Foley and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And The Rock. I guess. Triple H mm, he was he was there then he was he, he was the bad guy. He was the villain. He was doing that, but yeah. And I had a lot of favorite wrestlers, but, you know, The Undertaker's probably my favorite, I think, now, all time, probably. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, I like Hogan, too. Hogan and Undertaker are my two favorites, I think. But I feel like it's hard. And, and The Rock is probably one of my favorites, and, and Austin and Sting was back in the day. I find it harder to find favorite wrestlers now. I'm almost afraid to have favorite wrestlers now. Like Nowadays, it seems like any wrestler I like <laughs> doesn't seem to do very well. Like, I see a wrestler, I'm like, oh, I want him to, like, be a good performer and be a top star. And, like, that never happens that way. Like, Cesaro, for one thing. So I think he, I'm looking forward to his triple threat ladder match at, at WrestleMania for the tag team titles. That should be a fun match, I think. That might steal the show. But yeah, just it's weird, like past decade or so it's been hard to like find a favorite professional wrestler. Like and just like in the past few years being a comedian, I'm a lot more skeptical of it than I used to be. Being a comedian has made me a lot more skeptical of everything. Sports, politics, Everything. So, of course, I'm more skeptical of the WWE. And I've missed a lot of Monday Night Raw shows because I'll go to open mics on Mondays or shows on Mondays and, and miss it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's all right, missing it. I'm doing something I love stand up comedy. And here's another thing I want to talk about stand up comedy. Like, I'll watch some of the documentaries on the WWE network, and it's like, it, there's there's very similar. Um, it's very similar the the life of a wrestler and the life of a comedian. I think. I mean, not the physicality in, involved, but like developing your character, your voice per se. You know, your skills. You know, do you know going indie wrestlers and stuff like that, and working for dimes. You know, or working for free, and working in the dingy places. You know, it's. It's very similar to me. I see those documentaries on the WWE Network and it reminds me a lot of like 
being a stand-up comedian and performing in places that you'd never want to go to in the first place. But since there's an open mic, hell, I'll go. I'll check it out. So yeah, that's interesting. But it's like, but I watch the product now. I mean, it, it just doesn't seem as good, or they just. I feel like the people, the powers that be in the WWE, just feel like they don't have to do anything to to entice people. Like they don't have to have consistent storylines, and they can push whoever they want, and we're not going to care. Like. <laughs> Like, the big guy that they want to p- push now, obviously, is Roman Reigns. And I'm just like, I... I'm, I mean, he's a good performer. He does a good job. But I'm like... I, the fact that I can clearly tell that they want to push this guy, I'm like, I... No. I'm going to like who I'm going to like. I mean, hopefully it's the guy that you're pushing, but... Don't try to force it down our throat. That's just so stupid. Ridiculous. How much time do I got? I got as much time as I fucking want. Who fucking cares? But I want to look at the clock. About 17 minutes. I have 13 minutes left. Alright, good. So yeah, it's just... Weird. It's... it. I'm still a wrestling fan. But it's like... I guess because I have other interests. I'm not as interested in it as I used to be. I mean, there are wrestlers that I like now. Like... Um, I think Kevin Owens, Cesaro, as I mentioned, um, I'm not that big into Seth Rollins, not that big into Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns for that matter. Maybe Dean Ambrose. I'm not really sure. There's nobody that I'd be like super excited to see do anything. Maybe Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt might be my favorite current wrestler. Maybe, but I don't even know. Not even sure. I don't really have a favorite. There's, I mean, I, there's a lot of wrestlers that I like seeing and I think perform well, but I'm just like, I just, I, I'm not a big, I'm just not into them. But maybe it's because the WWE just isn't geared towards me. By the way, we have to mention AJ Styles though. He is clearly the best performer on that on on the WWE. Puts forward a great match all the time fantastic and I'm looking forward to his match with Shane McMahon at Wrestlemania looking forward to a few matches at Wrestlemania but I'm worried but I'm also thinking the last match is going to absolutely suck (laughs) I'm going into the main event Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg and I'm thinking it's going to be it's going to be terrible I think it's best to go into that match with as low expectations as possible you know Go into that match with the lowest expectations possible. Certainly. Crazy. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, let's see. What else don't I like about wrestling? I, I have the same match. Like, Raw has a three-hour show, which is entirely too long. It should be only be two hours. Even They could do, like, a pre-show from eight to nine. Or or not or just do something else. Put on I don't know, but the, I'm just like we don't need to watch a three-hour raw. It's just not doesn't make sense. 
but that's what USA Network wants, I guess, so they have to do that. I like that SmackDown's only two hours, and I like I think I actually like SmackDown Live better than Raw right now. I feel like <laughs> it's much more condensed, and they get, you know, they have better matches, and they don't put that much out there, and it leaves you wanting more. You watch Raw, and it's like three hours every week, and it's like, oh dear God, when is this over? And then it's over, and then... Yeah, then you watch it again next week because we're all fucking gluttons. We're, we're sheep. We're sheep. Oh, I know. Another one thing I wanted to talk about was like they've been doing the authority storyline since Vic, since Vince McMahon Stone Cold Steve Austin twenty years ago. Sorry, right, it's been twenty years since that started. Can they stop with the authority storyline? I, I don't. I mean, I know we're supposed to hate them usually, but I'm just like, what is the point? Why don't we just focus more on developing the wrestlers and having them go out there and do their thing? Why don't we just have it about them? Why do we need to have authority figures as characters? I don't... It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Stupid. But I guess we're supposed to hate them. So I guess they're doing a good job of us hating them. But I hate them for the wrong reasons. Plus, like, I, this is... An interesting point like they appear as bad guys on the tv show but then you see them on like t other um interviews and stuff like that and like triple h and stephanie will all be pretty nice people like if you're going to be a villain act like a villain all the time just don't act like it on the tv show i mean jesus christ it's just annoying i'm just tired of the whole authority thing I don't hate it because I'm supposed to hate it. I hate it because I think it's pointless. Just freaking pointless. Why don't we just build up more talent instead of bringing back people? I have no interest in Brock Lesnar or Goldberg. But I want to see that match because it's going to suck. And, I'm, and the fans are going to boo. And it's going to be like Bobby Roode would say. Glorious. Glorious. I think I'll watch NXT. I think NXT is on Saturday. I might try to watch it Saturday. That should be good. And oh, oh, for WrestleMania, I'm going over to GW Foley's house, and we're going to simulcast WrestleMania again. So be on the lookout for that, fans. I'll be I'll be on another podcast. I'll be on. I think he'll probably put it out next Wednesday. When it'll be, I think it's me, Pierre Fichon, um, GW's friend Adam. And um, I'm sure their GW's dogs will be looking out about, but there'll be pizza and stuff, so that's good. <sighs> and I think I've already talked about how much I'm gonna hate the John Cena, Nikki Bella, Miz, Maurice match because it should be John Cena versus the Undertaker, but it's never gonna be John Cena versus the Undertaker because the Undertaker should probably retire after this year. Unfortunately, I see that happening. I see. Roman Reigns being the one that retires The Undertaker and then it'll be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar next year and Brock Lesnar is going to have the Universal title all year long and they're not going to care about the 30 year there's a 30 day rule for def for defending your belt ridiculous I really hope s there's a s there's a switcheroo Sunday night and someone else walks out Universal Champion that's really what I want that would be great or have Goldberg win in 30 seconds again. I think that might happen. No, well, it's not going to happen. 
It's going to be a 15-20 minute match, but it's going to be mostly posturing. Some belly-to-belly suplexes, or, or Brock just obliterates him, and Goldberg goes off into nothing. You know, which is probably what he wants. Be sad if his if Goldberg's son is at ringside and he's crying. I want to see I want to see Goldberg's son crying. That would be great. I have I'm not rooting for anybody in that match because I don't care about it one single bit. I'm just looking forward to see if there'll be any good matches, any good performances. So we'll see what happens there. I want to see. Yeah, I just want to look. For, I want good matches at WrestleMania. I'm sure there will be, but there's just a bunch of stuff that I just don't care about. I don't care. I don't have a rooting interest in anything that happens. I think the last time I actually cared was like Daniel Bryan winning WrestleMania 30. That was a great moment. But that, I think that might be it for me. I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy. So yeah, I thought I would talk about wrestling for today's podcast since it's out the week of WrestleMania. I know some people don't like professional wrestling, but hey, listen to another episode of the podcast. This episode's not for you, obviously, but hope you like. Hope you enjoyed it. I think I got everything out of my system about what I don't like about professional wrestling. Maybe I didn't. I'm sure there's other things that I've forgotten. I didn't write anything down. I just thought, Kevin, I'll just talk about wrestling. You know, I just did that, and I was, I was a little flustered earlier because like I turned on my, um, I hooked up the microphone and it didn't work, and like I didn't know what the fuck to do. So like my podcast has started out pretty shitty, but oh well, it'll be fine. Seemed to be okay. It's recording now, so that's good, and it's been recording for the past twenty six minutes, so that's not bad. Um, let's see. So just. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania, but not as excited as I normally am. I just I'm looking forward to doing the podcast so I can shit on it for four hours. Four hours. Jesus Christ. We're all sheep though. It's sad. It's pathetic. Let's see. So yeah. Um don't forget to like my Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I believe I have 113 likes on that Facebook page. Um, I wish those 113 people would listen to the podcast every week. Um, follow me on Twitter at KevMcT. I have almost 50,000 followers now. Also follow Mixkill Media at Mixkill Media on Twitter. They have almost 2,000 followers now. I take credit for that. I have built up their audience using the Crowdfire app. I think I should start a job where I, like, take over and pump up Twitter accounts for people and give them more followers and have them charge me for it. I should look into that using the Crowdfire app. I'll take over your account and add followers for you. You give me twenty dollars. I don't know. I don't know. I need a price. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what my price would be. I have to think about that. Or how many they want to be done, and like maybe charge ten dollars for each thousand. 
it's not a bad idea or something I don't know hmm maybe do a Twitter account rescue kind of like Bar Rescue one of my favorite shows now is Bar Rescue <laughs> it makes me feel good not drinking because I've decided well see I quit drinking back in July and then I took a two month sabbatical from it back in January and then last week I decided okay it's time to stop again so yeah and I already feel pretty good about it so that's good so yeah I've told you about the Facebook page and the Twitter accounts so alright I'm gonna stop it now because my voice is getting tired and I don't feel like talking that much anymore and um, I hope you enjoyed uh, episode 23 of the McTaggart Attack podcast my name is and always probably will be Kevin McTaggart don't forget April 8th Comedy Thunderdome April 22nd totally inappropriate I'll talk more about those next week and the week after and the week after and the week after and the week after that wasn't a skip that was just me saying week after over and over again you thought I was going to say goodbye. I haven't said goodbye yet. I'm just still sitting here talking to the microphone. Oh, but that's another thing. I, I hosted um, an open mic, the the uh, we, the monthly open mic that was supposed to be at Saul Hill last week uh, on Monday. Um, <laughs> we get there to Saul Hill, and there's a cop retirement party or something. I think it was a cop retirement fund party or something. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was stupid. But, like, our sh- our open mic was clearly booked for that. It was clearly on the calendar, and they just put something else in there. So, like, we packed up and headed to EBAs, which was a much bigger room. And I don't think we're ever doing the open mic at Saul Hill anymore. It'll be at EBAs instead. Um, I have some friends that are doing the thing. Uh, Brian Munzer and Peter Pardo, I think, are doing this thing. Look to this Facebook page. It's Laugh Upper Valley or something like that. There's going to be shows... Um, one Wednesday a month, the second Wednesday of a month, starting in April, April 12th at the Fay House. I don't know what it's called. Why am I still talking? The podcast should be over by now. Alright, this was it. I'm done talking, rambling. This was really rambling, because I, like, just kept talking after I said goodbye to everybody, and now I'm still just talking into the microphone. And And I've gone over to 30 minutes. So I guess I should just end it now. Okay, I'm going to hit the stop button now. You guys have a great week. And now um, I'll put out another podcast next week. Um, I'm not sure what it'll be. Uh, I'll go back to the what pisses you off segment. I'll have somebody, I'll have a what pisses you off segment for that. So, um, yeah. All right. This might be my longest podcast and it was completely by accident. Have a great night, everybody.